This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The scale tips from like hungry yeah. to horny yes. to diarrhea at some point. <laughs> I can see you standing on the toilet washing your hands. <laughs> hey guys. All yes. dogs are gay and yes. they all go to heaven. Yes. He pulled down his pants. And, and shooketh his genitalia. <laughs> yeah. Hello and welcome to The Great Beyond, an Is This Good Companion pod where we follow up on last week's episode, answer listener questions, and catch up with each other. The person I'm catching up with is, of course, Jason Doyle. Hello. Hi, JD. Thanks so much for coming, though. It wasn't hard for you to come. <laughs> it wasn't oh, hard. Oh, that's Whoa. a weird phrase. That's oh, a weird boy. phrase. Now, if you are watching this, I know you can tell that this is not the usual setup. We are in the Classic Factory. I am in Atlanta. I'm sitting so close to JD that I, well, actually, I can't touch him. But if he reaches out his arm at the same time I reach out my arm, we can we touch. Literally touch. Um, but I wonder if you're just listening. Could you hear the difference? The oh, timber. I think you can tell the difference. Okay. Well, so even if you're not watching, you will know that I am here. And of course, we have <laughs> JD's wife, Rachel, on the ones and twos. Let's see if she can get to her camera and unmute her mic <laughs> quick enough. I'll stall for time. How's that? Yeah. Hey. Okay. Oh. Okay, great. And she said two words. That's excellent. (laughs) That's what we call a good start to the show. When we're done here, I'm going to see Tassie, which I'm very excited about. But um, yeah, I have to say it feels good to be back in Atlanta. Yeah. Well, Atlanta has missed you. We have missed you. Uh Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, doesn't this feel better? Uh, Oh, to be next to each other? Yes. Yeah, I hope. I hope it it shows in the recording or Mm. hears in the recording. Um, I am... Unprepared. Yes, same. I am hungover. Uh, Me, not so much, but yes. Got in last night, uh, had one too many bourbons uh, Mm. with Skeets and Nora. She gave me this water. This is Italian water. And she claims that when they were in Italy in their summer trip, that she was drinking this water and she didn't get hungover. Wow. Because of this water. Interesting. The minerality, perhaps? Uh, Perhaps. The Uh, salt content? Is it is mineral water, obviously. I mean, I don't know. It says natural spring water. It's called aquapana. Okay. Aqua being water. Okay. Pana meaning bread? Sorry. <laughs> it, did she bring a case of this back with her? Or no, is this no, you available? In America, as you can available. see, it's all written in English. Yeah, but okay. I don't know if I'm just saying... Oh, no. Pana like panna cotta. Mm. Cream? Cream water. cream water. It's cream water. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's not helping the hangover. The Aquapana Well, where traditional, <laughs> traditionally Irish teenage boys, not Irish, why would they Irish teenage boys? So you're, what you're telling me. No, but me, it is Irish teenage boys. They make the pilgrimage down to Italy. <laughs> down to the down to down Mecca. To the, down to the Mecca to jizz into the Aquapana <laughs> According to legend, According um, to legend. I mean the Irish they have the Blarney Stone. 
They do. What, what ha- that's what? If you touch it, you get married to You're, the next person you see or something? Uh, I think you just kiss it for good luck, but I could be okay. wrong. So that's the foreplay. You kiss the Blarney Stone. Yes. Then you do a jizz into the, the <laughs> Aquapana well. That's right. <laughs> it's like a, a game of ookie cookie that no one loses. <laughs> You're, We're well, all winners. Well, as you take a swig, I... Maybe you lost, but... Uh... Um, I couldn't help but notice outside that both of your cars have <laughs> bumper stickers on them that say, please be patient, student driver. <laughs> yeah. So I guess, what, Lincoln is going going through it? Yeah, Lincoln and uh, soon-to-be Jackson, yeah. Yep, they're both learning how to drive. Um, but why did you put a sticker on? That's my question, because I don't know if you know this, but... <laughs> The properties of a sticker are such that once they're on, mm. they are on. Well, they're and not. They won't stickers. be student drivers forever. Oh, they're not. They're not. Stickers. Are they magnets? They're, they're magnets. How yeah. do they work? <laughs> Great question. Great. I, question. I would say honestly, kudos to whatever company is making those because you have many bumper stickers yeah. on your car. Yep. On both your cars. Yep. One more than the other. I'm gonna <laughs> guess it's Rachel's <laughs> with the feel with the feel the burn. Uh, <laughs> is that accurate? Yes. Rachel, I hope you're unmuting yourself when you're laughing because, (laughs) hey, people, I just want you to know she's been laughing and you don't know that. We know that. But if you're going to laugh, you have to unmute. Yeah, just just leave yourself unmuted. Then you're going to catch on my heavy breathing. Yeah, now you're muted. You can't hear that. Oh my gosh! There you go. <laughs> what did you just say? Repeat what you just said. Then you're gonna hear all my heavy breathing. Okay, well, the, here's a simple answer: stop breathing and start laughing. There you go. That's the that's the pitter patter of good times that we've been hearing, and you haven't. Uh, okay, so you got the magnets. We got the magnets, um, but they look exactly like bumper stickers. They do. They do. Um, they look permanent. It looks like we're driving instructors. <laughs> uh, who is more scared to be in the car with them, you or Rachel? Um, probably, probably me. I would say. Well, I'm the only one that kind of drives with yeah. them. So. So then, why'd you need it on both cars? Because, uh, you know what? To be honest, it makes. Hey, Rachel, people... why don't you do us a favor? Hit that camera over there. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> okay, well... Um, could you just... I Just out of curiosity, do you think you could pat your head and rub your stomach at the same time? No, 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 no. You know, in Rachel's defense, I walked in maybe five minutes ago. JD said, okay, Rachel, you sit here. She said, why? He said, because you're cutting and recording the show. That's right. She says, what? He says, I told you this. She said... Yeah, I thought you were joking. He said, why would I be joking? It was a nice little domestic squabble before the show. That just got the energy up in the room. But Rachel's here. It's not her fault. She's never done it before. Yeah. Um, but she's doing great. Oh, yeah. thank you. I like the sticker Back on the- to your camera. Oh, <laughs> I like the sticker on my car because even though they're not driving it because it's a stick- uh, people are more patient with my driving. Are they, though? <laughs> they can't see me until they pass me, and then they'll mm. probably be pissed. Uh, that, but... that kid old. <laughs> that kid. She looks terrible. She's a terrible <laughs> driver. <laughs> and yikes. They're like, Bernie, bro. Honk. Wait, hold on. Student driver, though. Hmm. I, uh, I don't know. All right, Rachel, why don't you kick the camera back well, over sorry. here? Okay. <laughs> 
you don't on a film set. You don't point the camera at the grip, okay? I wasn't. You don't point it at the guy holding the boom. You point it at Timothy Chalamet. It's a classic, classic crew mistake when you get caught watching the show. You, you get, know? You get caught the watching the show that you're on. Like, God damn it! I, I've only ever listened to this show, but now that I'm in the room, it's simply electric. Um, yes, got to meet both your dogs, which is very exciting. Right, and okay, and uh, I introduced. Cosmo at first, yes, yeah. and I introduced him as the shitty one. I did. No, you didn't. I said the dog came up to me, yes, because the dogs love me, yes. And I started petting the dog, and the dog looked at my face with puppy dog eyes, and yeah. I said, "Oh, this must be the good dog." And you're right. like, "No, that's the <laughs> shitty dog." And then I was like, "I honestly think you're being too hard on this dog." But then the other dog walked in, and I was like. Within 30 seconds, I was like, oh, God, I, I hate to say it, but he's right. That other yeah. dog is uh, – now, it's not a shitty dog. It is just uh, right. shittier. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? It's I like, hear what you're saying. It's not her fault. No, his, his fault. fault. Yeah. It's not his fault. No, not at all. That the other dog is better. If you didn't have the other dog, you'd be like, this dog is great. Well, I'd say he's fine. He's fine. <laughs> just, like, just like if you didn't have the first kid, you wouldn't know the second one was worse. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> right, Rachel? Rachel's... Okay, now she's... Well, now he's always been like that with Cosmo. I recall Cosmo being Put up on the bed. On. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> You don't need to see are we, my face. Are we releasing this, or is this just a tutorial? It we're gonna put, we're gonna put this on a, like a different. It'll just be titled <laughs> "Tutorial: how, how to Switch a Show." Well, here it is. So uh, he had Cosmo up on the bed one time, a long time ago, before Hazel, and I thought he was being lovely to Cosmo. He just said, "Oh, Cosmo, you're up here." Ruining everything. That's right. He is ruining everything. Oh, I thought that was a nice moment. <laughs> no, 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 no. It wasn't. It's just nothing but okay. sarcasm. And... and look at that. Look at the way she clicked the camera wow, back. That was really that good. Is that is amazing. Really good. <laughs> I was driving. Oh, I, oh, I Ubered over here. And when I come to your place, I pass my old therapist's office oh. from when I lived in Atlanta. Okay. And I, I always, like, I have this thought. I'm like, is it insane to, like, be like, hey, I'm in town. <laughs> like, I don't think so. I like, I know everyone thinks that their therapist loves them and that they're like the favorite patient. <laughs> but I, I maybe this is gonna sound crazy, but I really do feel if I got in touch with her, yeah, that maybe she would want to meet up for a <laughs> okay. As I'm saying, like a I'm coffee. Like, that does sound. Oh, insane. I thought I thought for a session. Oh, right. Maybe if she starts the clock. No, I, I can't. I can't have have a session with her because it's been. Four years since I last right. saw her. Right. And I don't want her to know all the ways in which I've failed. Right. But you, <laughs> because there's... the last thing she saw, she was like, <laughs> she was like, um, all right, well, you're all fixed. Right. We're ending our time together because you're moving across the country. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just so happy with the progress you made. And I'm just so excited for what's about to come. Just so goddamn proud of you, Matt. Yeah. and Get I, out I, there. And she slapped your ass. Yeah, You know, if, if I was going to go and I, and I was going to be like, wow, everything we worked on together, I've put it into action. And now I am the most successful <laughs> podcaster in the world. Um, that would be one thing. Yeah. That that's coffee worthy, I think. Yes. Yeah, so then she like, can go yeah. tell her therapist friends. Like, exactly. you're not going to believe this. I had one 
a single triumph in my entire career, yeah, and it's no, Matt well, Austin. I think she's very good. I Is think she? she's old. Okay. She's probably had some some successes. But it's like it's like going back and seeing an elementary school teacher. Right. Right. They always love to see their old students. <laughs> Do they? Well, I think <laughs> the ones that I had. Because I went to the same school from the first grade to the 11th grade, right. like if I go back for a high school reunion mm-hmm. and the teachers are there, they're like, oh my God, Mark. Like, <laughs> yeah, close enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they do. They're like, did you ever, did you ever join an NGO and save the world like you said you would? <laughs> back to the therapist. Back to, yeah, back to my therapist. Okay, well, I'm not going to get in touch with her. But oh, she also doesn't, um, she only has like a landline. Oh. And she doesn't answer it, so you have to oh. leave a message. So by, by the time she gets it. How old she, is she? Um, she is, well, you see, this is tricky. I don't want to say an age that's older in case she's listening. <laughs> I'm going to say she's... In her late 60s. Only a landline? She must be in her 70s or 80s. No, no, no. But for, from a professional perspective. Like, I don't have her f- home phone number. Oh, yeah. Okay. I gotcha. Um, yeah. All right. Um, oh, what was it? The, oh, the other thing I was thinking of. It happened uh, like a, maybe a week ago at this point, but I do think we need to talk about the 48 Oyster Lady in honor of me being in Atlanta. And you're looking at me with a blank expression, so I'm going to have to explain about. this to you. There was a lady that did a TikTok okay. that was like, hey, I'm going out on a date. And, you know, like they just do like a follow along kind right. of video yeah, yeah. that they're going to edit together Love and release. Those. So I see it's going like everyone's talking like Twitter's like 48 oysters, 48 oysters, 48. Right. I'm like, why is everyone talking about 48 oysters? And I see the video and the woman is walking into Fontaine's oh. in Virginia Highlands. Okay. Where I think like we've been there together. So immediately I'm invested. Yeah. I'm like, I've been to this bar. Mm-hmm. Um, and she goes in, she's going on a date with a dude. Yeah. She has, I'm, I can't remember if she had met him before, but in any case, they're on a date and she's got her phone out and she's like, I have to get the oysters. So it's like, uh, oyster Tuesday and it's a dozen oysters for 15 bucks, which is a very, good, very good deal. deal. A yeah. very good deal. So she got, you know, they come in those trays. So mm-hmm. she gets one tray. She, she films herself slurping it up. And then she's like, then I, they were so <laughs> good. On, I had the, to data, get... the date's there. Though. Yeah, the date's okay, there right, across right. the table. But you don't really see them very much. Okay. And then she's like, they were so good. I had to get another one. She gets okay. another tray of oysters. And then I couldn't stop myself from getting another one. Mm-hmm. And then she gets another one. So, so the funniest thing, and I don't, I wonder if they do this on purpose. Because obviously the, the $15 dozen oysters is a loss leader for them right yeah so it's like a tuesday they're just trying to get people in right. the door so they hope you order drinks order something else off the menu right so i'm i think they do this on purpose to shame the people to stop them from ordering the oysters <laughs> they don't clear them so uh, they just start stacking the yeah, yeah. so so people around you like we'll go to that here's the other thing the man does not eat a single oyster really this woman houses 48 oysters <laughs> By herself. And then and then I'm like, okay, I guess I get why everyone's saying 48 oysters. But then she goes, and then I was like, what are we eating? And then it's like shows her looking at the menu. And then she's like, she gets a side of potatoes. She gets some crab cakes. God damn. All the while she was like taking down lemon drops. And then here's the twist to the story is the guy goes to the bathroom yeah. and never comes back. Yeah. And then so in the video, she's like filming the bill. She's like. How are you gonna get up to go to the bathroom and never come back? And then she so she puts money down and then she shows like she texts the guy and like like 
basically like the nerve yeah. how how could you do this and then he texts back he's like i invited you out for drinks i am willing to venmo you for the drinks <laughs> uh so a couple of like funny things from it so then she posts this be like thinking oh everyone's gonna be on my side yeah but then everyone's like i don't know lady like <laughs> the guy invited you out for drinks right you ate 48 oysters. Mm-hmm. You had the crab cakes. You had the potatoes. You had at least three drinks. How much are the oysters again? 15 bucks. So times how many? Four? Yeah. Okay. That's, that's 60 bucks. That's I'll 60 do the math for you. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, first of all, aren't you like, it's a little embarrassing to be eating alone, isn't it? Like on a date, <laughs> just to be like, you asked me out for drinks. Yeah. And then I'm like, are you hungry? You say no. Right. Because maybe the date is at, like, a, a non-meal window time. Maybe okay. it's at 3 p.m. or something. Okay. But she's hungry. And they're, she's hungry. they're, they're, they're cheap oysters. Girls got to eat. First date? Girls got to eat. If we don't know if it was uh, I, I can't remember if it's the first date. It's got to be I, one and a first or, yeah. or close but, but, to the first. So then the other thing I'm thinking is, like, she's on her phone the entire time. Fil- when is That's she talking point. to him? Good point. Like, if, if you watch this video... I mean, I guess it would have been good if you had seen it did before. You, did you send it to me? I, um, I don't think you sent it to I me. I did send it to you. All I did right. send it to you. That's and also, on me. You're on the internet every day. You, I know, You didn't but see I, anyone talking about 48 Oysters? I, I didn't. I didn't. Um, well, the story doesn't end there because literally on my way here, Jill sent me um, uh, a picture from Twitter <laughs> And it was like this woman saying, I went down to Fontaine's where the girl had 48 oysters today and the line was out the door. The wow. bartender said she's made so many lemon drops. Look how long the line is outside. Oh my God. This is because of the yeah. the video. Wow. Yeah. And huh. it, this isn't a good bar, I wouldn't no. say. It's no. like a, it's fine. It's almost like a bit of a college-y. Like yeah. that area's like uh, just graduated from college. Right. Uh, you went to UGA, you moved there yeah. kind of area or at least that's what it used to be been gone for a while um but if it was me though if i was the guy yeah and this is just my stupidity really i'd be like this girl's gonna be so horny because of no, all these no, oysters it, it, it tips the scale tips at some point <laughs> the scale tips from like hungry yeah. to horny yes to diarrhea at some point <laughs> well. and she's thrown tabasco on those babies yeah but the lemon drops. Lemon. Oh, and she's squeezing lemons. So it's like, I don't know, the acid. Maybe the yeah, acid that, is neutralizing. Maybe that's what the potatoes and crab cakes were for. She's like, I got to settle this down before I get my F on with this guy who went to the bathroom and that was it. He kind of blew it, actually. I mean, I've never had 48 oysters in a sitting. I think I could if I needed to. But <laughs> I'm telling you that I would not be horny after that no, is not the feeling i, I feel like that might be a wives tale no i'm sure it is yeah yeah, yeah. there's no way i mean it, it's like probably like big oyster was like <laughs> how do we move these fucking <laughs> shitty phlegmy these things that look like looking fish <laughs> oh and, and not only does it look like mucus um but to open it you will have to stab your hand you right. know what I mean? like, <laughs> yeah. uh but Hey, anything for a boner. So they right. they interviewed um, the bar's manager because it went viral. This yeah. is obviously the most important story happening in yeah, the world. So we, we needed to get some boots on the ground <laughs> reporting. Uh, oh, I forgot to say. So then the other thing people were upset at her about is she she way under tipped. I think she tipped ten bucks oh. on this whole order. Right. And you know, like under tipping gets gets people's dander up. So this, uh, I guess, all right. So they 
they interviewed the owner of the bar. She said, people have been roasting this poor girl. Kelsey Flanagan, the Oyster Bar's manager, told Rolling Stone, told Rolling Rolling Stone, Stone. magazine. <laughs> oh, my God. Jan Wenner. <laughs> How well, the that, mighty that have fallen. Well, that actually, happened. he did. He did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you think Jan Wenner is somewhere being like... Why did I say those horrible things? I could have stopped this article from coming out. I'm so fucking embarrassed. Um, so uh, Kelsey says, you know, it comes out in the wash. Some people tip great. Some people, it's regular. But she was nice. I just hope she's not getting too much flack. She added that eating the number of oysters was, quote, nothing new for us. Noting that women had once ordered six lots of a dozen oysters each. And during an oyster eating competition, one put away 15 plates of the shellfish. Wow. Quote, I will say, it has been a minute since a single female ate that many, Flanagan told the magazine. But then, you know, she was eating crackers and things like that. But, yeah, she put it away. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> I mean, it, it does almost make you wonder, is this fake? Is this a stunt? I mean, if it is, if it it's is, genius it's and they deserve all the new patrons they're yeah. getting. Yeah, yeah. But, but I think why it's would real. they do the, the twist of the, the lack of tip? You know, like, no, I, I think it's real. I, I do think it's real. Wow. And I, it's like, it's so funny how now, like with social media, like put a thousand, like of the best marketing executives in a room. Yeah. And Fontaine's is like, hey guys, we really got to get more people in here. It's super slow. Right. And they're like, N- like, okay, here's what we're going to do. <laughs> First, we're going to have something called $15 dozen oysters on yeah. Tuesdays. Yeah. We're going to let that go for like four, six weeks just to people get yeah. interested in it. <laughs> then we're going to have this, I mean, it's just, it is genius, yeah. but there's no way anyone could come up with that. No. What could be the equivalent for us to make this <laughs> podcast go viral? Bring in the oysters. Bring in the oysters. Uh, next show, we will be each eating a dozen oysters. Well, I mean, that's, that's some ASMR. Sure. Uh, have you ever shucked an oyster? Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Hard, you got to have – um, you have to put like a cloth over your hand. Yeah. Because you will you will stab your hand 100%. through. Yeah. And the, like that, the shucker looks like a blunt edge, but it'll, it'll go through your – I guarantee you like emergency room visits from knife or something in person's hand. Totally. Uh, like I'll see people use like a Phillips screwdriver and mm, things like that. Yeah. Um. Oh, I was I was I was like getting on the plane, and I was like, oh, "We've talked about flying so much. There can't be anything new that will happen on this flight <laughs> that will be worth talking about." But I'm always surprised. There, a thing I've never heard on a flight. Okay. When they were bringing the carts down the aisle, yeah, the pilot got on the intercom, yeah. and said, "You know, like." Uh, as the flight attendants come down the aisle, please remove your headsets or earphones so they mm. can communicate with you quickly and clearly. Mm-hmm. I've heard this. Oh, you have heard that? Yeah. Okay, this is new for me. Makes sense, right? Yeah. Not not just because obviously everyone's had... I mean, everyone's had headphones on mm-hmm. since 1960 in an airplane. You like, there's think. always been movies. Yeah. Um, but I guess it's now just we're just ruder. Yeah. 100%. Right. And they're noise canceling sometimes. Oh, that's interesting. They didn't have the bows in, yeah. in, uh, in the Pan Am days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, from my perspective, I am so hyper aware of that goddamn cart. Like, oh, yeah. there's no way I'm missing it. I, I take off my headphones like three <laughs> rows ahead of me just to make sure that they don't miss me. Right. 
No, exactly. But but I was like, okay, there's no way that this is going to be relevant, right? I was like, people can't be that rude that they're not taking out yeah. their headphones to no. speak to a human being. Right. Especially because it's not like a situation where maybe you have your AirPod in and you go into the coffee shop and like, you know, you just got off a call or something. Right. Like if you have headphones on on a plane, you are 100% listening to something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so sure enough, the cart comes to me. I'm in the aisle. There's a person in the middle and then a person at the window. Mm-hmm. And we all have headphones on. Right. And the grown man sitting at the window, the cart person comes and, you know, they go, they'll go window, middle aisle in terms yeah. of taking requests. Yeah. The guy literally does not take his eye off the screen, and he goes, Coca-Cola. And the woman goes, what? Coca-Cola. I mean, it's a plane. It's loud. She turns to me, because my headphones are up, and she says, can you tell me what he's saying? Because I cannot hear him. Uh, I understand how frustrated they get, and now they have to make this announcement because people are such dicks. Then the guy next to me goes, I mean, not, not, I don't mean to make fun of people that, you know, English, for whom English is a second language, but then she goes to him, she's like, uh, drink, he's like, oh, water, and and then she's like, okay, we have cookies, uh, oat bars, sun chips, and almonds. And he goes, Mm, sweet she's like what he's like sweet I want sweet she's like the cookies he's like it's sweet she's like oh, fucking Jesus Christ just hands him the fucking Biscoff um, oh you know God. was he Borat no but you know yeah would you, would you Borat is the most polite he is the most polite for, foreigner accent to do I think I think so because it's nebulous it's, like, yeah it's not well Kazakhstan is a real place but Borat yeah some combination of like Hebrew and and Polish, so I think it's okay. So did you get a sweet and a coke? <laughs> I said, <laughs> no, I said crunchy. She said, oh, you want the sun chips? <laughs> yeah, sun chips, my go-to too. Uh, what was the guy watching? That's what I want to know. What was so oh, oh, engrossing? You, you want to know what he was watching? <laughs> yeah. Because, of course, you know, we always talk about, like, you can't help but look over and see what yeah, other people are watching. I wasn't watching anything, by the way. I was uh, working, responding to emails. Wow. I'm at Inbox Zero. Baby, finally. Nice. Finally, I did it. I only had to pay $20 to do it and be <laughs> locked in an airplane with nowhere to go. He was watching, I think it's called 65. Do you know what that is? No. That's, you know the Adam Driver movie? Oh. Where, like, which, like, no one saw it. 65 million years ago. It, it's like... Yeah. How how did the dinosaurs go extinct? Adam Driver came down in a spaceship and killed them all. Killed them all. Is that is that what they're? I think that's sort I, of. I the didn't premise. get that. I think it's like, how did humans get here? It was Adam Driver in a spacesuit. I don't. I don't actually don't. Well, know. if Adam, whoa, Adam, Ooh. and Eve. Wow, Adam. Dri- <laughs> do you think? Do you think his name's Adam Driver in the? Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Or maybe his name's like Adam in Eve. <laughs> I-N-E-V-E. Yeah, I-N-E-V-E. <laughs> uh, uh, but so he comes, he goes back in time. That I know for sure. Yeah, yeah. Because he's got like a spaceship. And I think they get there and they're like, oh, where are we? And right. then they see a dinosaur. Right. And, and there's a young girl with him, I think. Okay. And this is all based on the trailer or what you saw? No, no, no. This I guy's looking over every now oh, and okay. then. okay. All right, all right. Because I was like, I do want to see a dinosaur. Yeah, same. I always want to see a dinosaur. Yeah. And the one I saw, the effects look decent, I think. That's per- the perfect airplane movie. 
Just um, something. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm going to watch it on the way it back, and I'll give a full yeah. uh, a full report. Yeah, please. Um, um, I had a an incident on a, the air, airplane. We were in New York last week. Oh, is this the story? <laughs> not it's to hype story. it up. It's not a story, really. It's not a story. Don't hype it. But uh, I, I've, you know, my rule of checking back. I always check a bag. Always. Yeah, which is always. And this is why. Way. This is what happened You're to going me. To is New York for exactly two what. days. I know. And here's I was muling some stuff for our man Jerome. Sir, did you pack this bag yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I did not. Well, I kind of did. But anyways, he had like a pair of shoes and a couple of shirts. He just had it shipped to my house, which is fine. Okay. Uh-huh. So I had, you know, uh, a bigger case than I would have taken. But anyways, it was still carry-on. This is That's not the point. The point is never take on carry-on. Always check a bag. That's my thing. If I can't fit it under my seat, I'm not taking it on the plane with me. Because this is what happened. I got tied up, bef- so I didn't board in my zone, and what then were I you tied up with. I had to take a dump. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? You won't take a dump on an airplane? Absolutely not. I've never done it. Is it a um, a cleanliness issue or a space issue? It's space and general embarrassment. Embarrassment. Yeah. It smells bad already. I know, but I don't want to be the cause of it. Uh, I just pooped on the airplane on the way here. Yeah, but that's a five-hour flight or a four-hour flight. Yeah, but I could have helped. My, my, the thing I don't understand, and if it's because I'm uh, more slight of build, then mm-hmm. that's fine. If yeah. it's Because it's for me, I go in there. Yeah. Um, it's like I'm saying in a Four Seasons. Bathroom is huge. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm like Stuart <laughs> Little in there. <laughs> I'm like, the toilet is a pool. <laughs> I, I can see you standing on the toilet, washing your hands. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> the sink is an ocean. Uh, so <laughs> my thing is always like, it's the best place to go to the bathroom because what else are you doing? If I don't do it then, then I'm going to have to spend time when we land right. going to the – like going in the airport. Okay, so it's like a big time saver? Yeah. I mean, when you okay. when you land, I'm like, I want to get to I want to get to Philanoris. Okay, listen, if I have to take a dump before I get on a plane, I'm taking it before I get on the plane because also, what am I doing? I'm just waiting for the plane. I say, save it up, save it up, and let, unleash it on the Dr- plane. Drop the payload. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I got on a little late, so all the fucking baggage was full. So I had uh-huh. to go all the way to the back of the plane to put my stupid bag. Oh, so you did yeah. take a carry-on. I did. Okay. And I was furious yeah. because here's the thing. Yeah. At least four people around me had two items up in the carry-on thing. Okay. So that's taking up space for yeah. my carry-on. Now, was the second thing something that could have fit under the seat? 100%. No one's doing this, by the way. They're telling everyone, do not if you have a personal item, do not put it in the overhead. They're telling everyone this, and everyone's doing it. Yeah. And so I had to, so I was in row 19. It's a 40, 40 rows or whatever. I had to wait till every fucking person got off that plane before I could go back and get my, and I'm like, and if I had just checked my bag by the time I, you have to pass by the baggage carousel anyways, it would have been no, right there. No, no, no. It would have been right I, there. I really disagree. I'm it would not you, have it been right been... there. It would not have been right there, and they would have lost it. I was like, they wouldn't have lost it. It was a direct flight from New York to, to Atlanta. You think that they, that 
the only time they lose bags is when there's a connection. <laughs> These people are very creative in the way they lose baggage. Well, listen, uh, I've lost bags before, and and I I lost one going to Europe, and I didn't have it for eight days while I was in Europe, and I'm still now I'm I'm back, baby. I'm checking everything. Why uh, didn't you when you, if you knew you were late getting on? Why didn't uh, you just gate check it? I, I should have more than happy. Like, to I, check I it. passed by her, and you know why? Because I was like. Uh, there's people behind me and they want to get on. Like there was maybe three or four people behind me and I was just like, I don't want to hold them up. Yeah, you, you, you get a lecture from her. Sir, we made seven announcements. I know. It was a very full flight. But I, I just, I have the anxiety though of what you're just describing. Right. Now on Delta, um, because I have an American Express card, not to brag, it is the worst American Express uh, card. <laughs> Still, don't tell my therapist. Don't. She said, by the time you come back, you're gonna have a platinum card. <laughs> wow. Um, and um, you're still riding that gold. I'm still riding that gold. Yeah, same. First of all, it's so stupid that I still have this Amex because Delta is not even good flying out of L.A. Oh, oh. I mean, it's it's okay flying here, but when I go home, it's Air Canada. Right, right, right. Anyways. What's in your wallet? <laughs> a shitty card that I don't really need anymore. But here's the okay. Here's the moral of the story. I I sat in that seat knowing, knowing that you, knowing that, you were that, that that in two and a half hours I was going to have to wait for everybody to get mm-hmm. off this plane, and it was on, on an aisle as well. If, I, if it was on a window, I would have been kind of okay with it because I could have just sort of yeah. put my hat down and just sort of sat there till everybody. Yeah. But then I had to fucking finagle my way around, let everybody off around me, and then find a spot to hide. Yeah, no, people, people just think going. that you need um, assistant. Like people are just like, yeah. Oh, that's so sad. That man needs a wheelchair to get off <laughs> yeah. this plane. Yeah. Um, but oh right, so I was saying on Delta, I, I have main cabin one. Okay. All right, so I'm never nervous because as long as I stand there waiting, they say main one, boom, I'm in there. Yeah. I, I there's always space. But when I fly Air Canada, I'm in the lowest right. tier, <laughs> and then I get major anxiety, and yeah. I'm uh, like I'm like Jekyll and Hyde in my head. I'm like check gate, check the bag, gate, check the bag, <laughs> and then I'm like no, no, that's the whole fucking point. That's why I packed it. If I was gonna check a bag, I would have packed in a much bigger bag. See, but, all this, but all this stress would have been not stress. No, because I've, I lost two bags and I'm never going back. Never going back. I've, I found the biggest size of carry-on that you can possibly oh, get. So you're part of the problem. No, I'm not part of the problem. It yeah. fits in. If it fits, if it fits, it sits. So I don't feel I don't Okay, feel as, long as, you're, as long as it's the only one you're putting in. Yeah, and then I put my knapsack. What am I, 12? Uh, <laughs> I put my book bag. Um, <laughs> under the seat in front of me. Now, yeah. people might say, look, your legs are short. That wouldn't bother fuck, you. But shut the fuck up to those people, honestly. I, I'm six foot. I put shit under that that thing all the time. Who gives a shit? Honestly. I, I mean, tall people? I'm tall. Okay. Suck it up. I don't really know. Why does it Why does it prevent your feet from being there, though? Like, it you know doesn't. I mean? It doesn't, right? It doesn't. You just, don't, you just yeah, can't you just put it under. Up. They're just uh, leaning grant, on it. Granted, it, it is more comfortable slightly to put your feet under the seat in front of you. But if it's really that important, check your goddamn bag. Check it. Yeah, I know. I know. But, but I want to be angry at people, but they've disincentivized us so much from checking bags that I understand. But it's... Okay. Anyways. All yeah. right. Well, it, it's making everything worse. All right. So your story was you had to wait at the plane for everyone. I mean, honestly, that is very it's frustrating. It's very frustrating. And I was 
I wish I could have just been angry about it in the moment that I was waiting to get off, but I wasn't. I was angry about it. Did the it. guys wait for you? Well, they never wait. We we never wait. It, we, we were. But, this was on the way back. Oh. So okay. so even more reason oh, to check the bag. I just want to get home to see my very cute dog and my shitty dog. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> um. What about what about New York? Anything interesting happen? Uh. You know, some fun stuff. We went to Comedy Cellar. It was a lot of work actually. We we spent all Wednesday just work just in the New York Times building, which is yeah. very exciting. Was it cool? It was very cool. Very, very cool. And we had New York Times people talking to us and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, like people you knew? Oh, nope. I guess not like authors. Well, people I know from the from the uh from Slack, you know. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh but uh, oh, so this was just like support staff, let's say. No, or no, like no. Managers. These are yeah, these are there's a couple of Pulitzer Prize winners whose names are escaping me. The um the the producers of the Daily. Michael Barbaro? No, Barbaro wasn't there. Um. Oh my God, What's I've heard these name? names so many times. Give me a second, I'll I'll come up with it. Is it, it a guy? It was a guy. There was a woman as well. Um, this would be honestly a great trivia question at yeah, trivia night. Yeah. Like uh, you know the one we used to go to that like it would have a bonus round where it was right. a little more open ended. Yeah. And it was like bonus name as many people that work on the daily as you can. <laughs> Uh, a not Chakravanian. I want to say that's a one. Nah, no. Uh, who else we got there? Well, there's the woman that does it when Mikey B's off. That's uh, Stephanie. Is that her name? Mm, pretty sure it's not. Samantha? Uh, she was today. Anyways. I swear, if I wasn't hungover and I had chugged all this uh, Aquapana, You're a I would be able to remember. The hangover should be gone by now. Um, I, was, I was very hungover that day because we went to the uh, comedy cellar the night before. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and they had like a meet and greet sort of cocktail party as well. A mixer. El Old Fashions did flow. Uh-huh. Um, oh, so this was uh, cocktails were on Cocktails offer. were on this offer. This just beer and wine. No, no. This was, uh, this was. Is this also in the New York Times building? No, this was in a restaurant or, okay. uh, close, close by. Um, and then we went to the comedy cellar. Did you sit first row? No, no. We just made it in time. Jared was holding our spot. We were on the waiting list. Yeah, yeah. And we arrived right when they called our names. It was perfect. Okay. But the Jared, main room? like Because the, there's like three of them. Uh, we were in the original room, yeah, uh-huh. which is the best room. But um, it was not great, though, I yeah. have to say. I have to say the cellar has been disappointing the last couple um, times I've been there. They had a secret celebrity guest. Ooh. Try to think of... Ooh, a little masked singer. <laughs> okay, give me some hints. Okay. This would be somebody that you would absolutely... 100% if I if I know you at all yeah you would be not interested in seeing this man do stand up at all okay well is he a stand up comedian barely okay so it's just a famous person that's like I'm he gonna... he is considered it is a heap and he is uh he started stand up very very young and then got a stupidly big break mm, interesting and very very famous Howie Mandel mm, no Howie Mandela, you would be excited to oh, see. Sorry, I don't want to see him blow into a <laughs> rubber glove. Rubber glove. <laughs> you he's think still he's doing still that? doing it? I don't know. You might. No, he needs all those rubber gloves to put on because he's a germaphobe, so he can't oh, waste that's them. Right. He cannot waste them. Wow. So this person was a stand-up when they were young. Then he got mm-hmm. famous doing what? Can you tell me that? A, a very famous sketch comedy show. Okay, so I'm thinking SNL. You would. 
that's that's a good guess. Okay. Oh, was it? Um, is that person currently on the cast? No. Okay. So I'm going to say it would be fuck old person from SNL that I don't give a shit about. Uh, Mikey Day. I don't know. <laughs> now I, here's another hit. He's not old. He's young. I'm. I just need you to tell me, unless you give me a really good clue for this next one. <laughs> it's Pete Davidson. Oh, Petey. I mean, he's a stand-up. Was he, he bad? Awful. Okay. I, I, but you know what, though? It's a seller, so who cares? Like, he's trying shit out. Yeah. He was going to be on... He was on SNL that oh, yeah, Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was... With Taylor. <laughs> was Taylor on? Yes. Oh, I didn't watch it. Oh, I think that was the one she was on. She was... She last second showed up. Oh. It was a big to-do. With wow. Travis, of course. Yes. We can discuss uh, if we think their relationship is real in a second, but <laughs> finish your story. Uh, that's the end of the story. He was not – he was the worst of the night by far. You know, our very own Jay Skeets, who I just realized I've been calling Phil this entire time. Um, <laughs> well, when I'm staying at their house, he's Phil. Yeah. But as soon as I step into this room, he's, he's Jay, Jay Skeets. Skeets. That's on me. Um, <laughs> he saw Pete Davidson when uh, in Atlanta, like on a very early like Pete Davidson tour. I, yeah. It might even be pre-SNL or – just when he started. So he would have been 18. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I would say this was 2014. Okay. And he said it was the worst stand-up he's ever seen in his whole life. I would say that the set that he did, again, it's the Comedy Cellar on a Tuesday night, early show. So that's when you try shit out. Actually, the late show is when you really try shit out. It was the worst I've seen in in years and years since 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 being at a an open mic night in Toronto with some random you know what i mean okay but but explain this to me like if if let's say your favorite director mm-hmm. who is oh martin let, scorsese okay sure okay definitely not martin if scorsese. if martin scorsese told you to watch a movie yeah. you would believe him more than um a guy on a bus telling you to watch a movie right? yeah Sure. Because you're like, this guy's an expert, right? Yeah. So how come all stand-up comedians love this guy? Like, he I know, tours that, with John Mulaney. He just toured with John Stewart uh, and John Mulaney. Yeah. It was a triple bill. Mulaney, mm-hmm. Pete, Stewart. Yeah. So what's going on here? I don't know. He behind the scenes, he's probably the most likable guy in the yeah, world. Yeah. And I, it, I obviously I he's bad. Like, he, he seems like a cool guy, and obviously he's been through a lot. I mean, also, he's I had mean, some very, very good things happen to him. Yeah. But, oh, actually, that's probably what it is. Because, you know, John Stewart's very involved in the, like, firefighters, like yeah. the 9-11 firefighters thing. Yeah. And that's how Pete Davidson's father died. Yeah. So that's, I'm not saying that's the only reason, but could be why he's on his radar. Mulaney. <laughs> okay. They're both, they both struggle with addiction. Okay, sure. There we go. Came up with the answer. Well, it's okay. nothing to do with so comedy. There, yeah. There's, <laughs> Stewart is funny. Yeah. Mulaney is funny. Yeah. Pete Davidson, I don't find him funny. I know, but I think we're too old. Perhaps. Because it seems like people that are like maybe 30 and under like him. Yeah. So maybe he's he's operating at a frequency that we <laughs> literally cannot hear. Yeah, I, and, I, I don't even think – do you think your dogs could hear it? <laughs> Barely. Listen, I will say this as well. He is not. It's not like you bond. Like people were then laughing. It's fine. Then it's fine. it's fine. I mean, look, you get up there and you're famous. You get like 30 seconds of um, leeway because people right. are just like, "Oh my god, I yeah. can't believe it." He's sure. Pete Davidson. Yeah. 
But then after that, like you do have to deliver. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think he delivered, but uh, I don't know. Trey was laughing, but Trey's a very generous laugher. That's true. And Skeets, he was also laughing, so I don't know. Um, talking about Taylor Swift, I actually don't want to talk about her and Travis Kelsey okay. at all. We can't get the Swifties after We us. can't. No, no. I, I don't even have anything bad to say. Um, by the way, let's put on King of Staten Island when we're done here. See if the dogs howl. <laughs> <laughs> actually, not a terrible movie. I have to say. No, it's not bad. It's fine. Good good Bill Burr Not funny. I'll tell you that. It's not very funny. <laughs> no. Not very funny. Um, okay, yeah. I was thinking, because I, I, obviously we're just inundated with Taylor Swift, and I'm, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. <laughs> um, you know how like she's sort of famous for dating famous guys, and mm-hmm. then they break up, and then she writes a song about them? Yeah. Right? Like, I know that she wrote a song about John Mayer called... Dear John, a little on the nose. Um, Or I don't know. Fact, don't get angry at me if I'm not 100% right about this. I don't know that much about Taylor Swift. But I do know that All Too Well, which is her big, you know, it's the the big fan favorite. And she put out, when she re-released Red, she put out a 10-minute version of it that everyone's freaking out about. Because everyone's already been scouring the original song for, like, clues. It's about Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm -hmm. And that's a fact, for sure? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't know if she's come out and said it, but okay. it, it is a fact. Go There's on. a red scarf involved. Oh, uh, you know, you, you've heard about the red scarf. I know, I have not. Oh, you don't? I don't know any of this. He doesn't lore. know about red scarves. He doesn't know about 48 oysters. <laughs> <laughs> what is this guy doing? Um, all right. So then, my question is, and by the way, it's a very negative song. It like Jake Gyllenhaal does not come out of it looking very good. Right. My question is, why though? What did he do? Oh, uh, well, you know. Here I am. I'm a crumpled piece of paper on the floor. I, I didn't that's, prepare enough. That's I love the lyrics. Taylor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's she's... a good song. I have to say, it, I, I, it is a good song. Okay. Um, I've, I must have heard it in my life. Okay. Well, I'll do a Google while I ask you this question, which okay. is, would you want a song written about you? <laughs> like, would you want to be famous for having a song written about you, but the song makes you <laughs> seem like a dick? But yeah. it's still like pretty fucking cool to be like this song that everyone loves is about me right <laughs> um no I don't think I would <laughs> no, you want don't. my you don't want uh, song unless it's You Ought to Know by Alanis Morissette oh that's well but Dave Coulier hasn't really like has he owned that as that is a really as good as far example. as you know that song is about me I mean similar age both Canadian yep Living in Ontario. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Rachel. Yeah. Why don't, why, don't, why don't you put the camera on yourself and tell us how you would feel <laughs> if you just truly found out that You Ought to Know by Alanis Morissette was about your husband? I guess I have no words. No mm. camera necessary. Okay. <laughs> well, good. That was worthwhile. Uh, <laughs> Let's see. Uh, how far are we into the show? All right, we're great. Time to do some housekeeping. Uh, thanks for supporting the show on Patreon. Uh, go to patreon.com slash is this good. Now, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to surprise you with a, a fact right now. Okay. You might be asking yourself, why are you saying that? This is a Patreon yeah, show. Yeah. 
the only people listening to it have already subscribed. Right. Because I've been fast and loose with some pretty raunchy humor. Uh-huh. And... That you don't feel good about. Yeah. Well, so what I was going to say is like, <laughs> I kind of feel bad. We're n- never together. We've yeah. never done the show, you and me, at a table together. Okay. So you like want to release be, this? Well. General public it. Yeah. I just. It would Let's be rude not to. But then it's also rude to the peons. But I will say the peahounds, the people that have supported the show. They're more understanding than, right. than the rest of the heathens that listen to it and don't support us. So I almost feel – it's like how you feel safer insulting your family almost. Mm-hmm. Yes. So peahounds are my family. I yeah. feel like they're going to understand if we push the Patreon episode a week. Okay. That's fine. It's fine. Okay. So if you are listening to this, now would be a great time to – Go to patreon.com slash is this good and do a free trial. And then you can listen to next week's show. Right. Which will be even better than this one. Yeah. And it's it's like, I mean, I don't even know if this has been good because <laughs> it feels so different to me than when we normally do it. I don't have a handle on it. No, it's very hard to tell. Um, but I'm telling you it's better because you're in the same room. Well, Rachel, you listened to the show before. What do you think? How's this going? I love having you guys together at the desk. It's lovely. Okay, great. And you're so great together. Uh, (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for supporting us. And uh, send me emails at isthisgoodpod at gmail.com. Could I always use some good emails now that I'm at inbox zero? Fill it up. Fill it up. got a flight back. Baby. I got 20 bucks burning a hole in my pocket, and I'd love to give it to the (laughs) fine people at Delta. (laughs) So is that that's how much it is? Uh, Well, it's $20 for the full flight. Uh, wheels up, wheels down. Okay. Um, but then I saw that you could just get one hour for six bucks, so I did two buck, two hours. So it don't was really you, only twelve bucks. But don't you get that with your gold? No, comments? you can get like free texting, but you don't get email. Uh, they hold the email for you, wow. and then streaming—that's a different tier. But why would you need to stream? You got sixty-five on the on the tube. <laughs> um, oh, obviously, subscribe on YouTube so you could see the camera cutting wildly. Wow. <laughs> just go, just do some crazy cuts now, Rachel. <laughs> there you go. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. Yeah, you're gonna want to go to YouTube for that. Uh, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I think it's at three sixty-five reviews last time oh, I checked. Okay, let's get it up. Not like written reviews, just like clicking like, in the five stars. Yeah, it's not stars. hard to click into That's the five all stars. We want. People. That's all we're asking for. Just. Do it. Um, all right. One story that I wanted to discuss with you. Okay. This one I did send to you. Okay. I did see them. You're not nodding in recognition. Well, uh, you sent – let me just send me again. You sent me a pantsing one. Is this what Yeah, we're yeah. About? Okay. So the headline of the article is Utah legislature may criminalize pantsing. <laughs> what do you what's – your, what's your gut reaction to this? I'm anti <laughs> – yeah, <laughs> you're actually getting the law involved in yeah, a childhood prank. I feel like it shouldn't go that far. I mean, it is Utah, though. Yeah, because I don't know. Well, it, if anything, it should be. It's better to get pants in Utah because you're wearing that Mormon underwear, right? Which is very. <laughs> what what is the story with the Mormon? Underwear? I don't know. I've, I've actually... heard people say like magic underwear as like. I guess an insult or something, but I don't know what it means. Yeah, I actually don't know what it is, and I've never seen it. But I assume my my in my mind, it's like long underwear. You know what I mean? Like culottes. Yeah, basically. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's hard to to get off. Interesting. Yeah. So if you get pants, it's just like oh, more pants. Right. So you're saying it's like you pull off the Russian doll. Right. Boom, Russian doll. 
Exactly. Exactly. In your face. Yeah. <laughs> I got suspenders. I got a belt. I'm wearing long johns underneath that. Yeah. I've got a chastity belt on. Yeah. You're not pantsing me. Exactly. So, so you're Utah, saying this is the state where they need the least. They need it the least. Um, I didn't dig into the article. Yeah, I assume that why there was. You? Why would you? You know why? Because this is the third show I'm doing today, and I had a lot of things to do. Yeah, but it's the best one. It is the best one by far. Um, was there an incident that that sparked the need <laughs> no, to no. go to, to the state level? I, okay, well, so I, I I pulled one quote from it. So there's like I guess the legislature is meeting. They're discussing like, hey, what's going to be on the docket? What are we going to vote on? Um, and in my head, as I was reading the article, I was like, I wonder if it, if it's because clearly there should be a distinction between you pants someone yeah. and everyone sees their undies yes. versus you pants someone. And everyone sees their their dinkus. Yes. <laughs> so it said, uh, ultimately, the committee voted to put put it under the indecent exposure statute and make pantsing where someone's undergarments are left exposed a class B misdemeanor. Okay. If someone's genitals or buttocks are exposed, it would elevate to a class A misdemeanor. Who's getting charged, though? The pantser? Yeah, of course. They're not blaming the victim here. <laughs> well, I don't know. The way it's worded, the way you just said it. Oh, that's interesting. That is interesting. Maybe you're They're punished saying... for not wearing the Mormon underwear, right? It's like right. it's on you. Yeah, you should have you, you should have buttoned this up <laughs> so that no one could have pinched exactly you. Exactly right. Exactly right. I, I do think no. They're 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 charging the person that is doing the pants, okay. not the pantsy. But well, I don't know why. Like, why isn't this just already like? Clearly, it is a, a childhood prank. But let's say a gro- you walked up to a grown man, mm-hmm. pantsed him. Yeah. Wouldn't you think that is a crime? I mean, it's assault. You can't touch it. You can't really even touch anyone. That's assault. I would think, yeah. 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 So I, I don't know why they need to make a specific rule for it. Like uh, a yo mama joke, that's that's a that's a class A misdemeanor. A noogie. Okay, but a yo mama joke is, is protected under the First Amendment, I would think. Fuck <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize we had Clarence Darrow in the building. What's the penalty? Hmm. Um, it says, well, what did it say? Oh, both carry the potential for jail time, but most often a judge levies a fine. Prosecutors would still have discretion to bring charges in the first place should the police get involved. I mean, I think I think it would be insane. I mean, if you end up in prison, like, if everyone's around the the cafeteria right. in prison, it's like, what are you, what are you in for? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I pantsed my boss. <laughs> I think, well, they'd probably think that was cool. Yeah. But also you would not do well because no. they would know that they could probably take advantage of you. <laughs> not... Wait, what do you mean? Wait, hold on. Who's the victim? Who's the, who's getting charged here again? Like if you were, if you went to jail because you got pantsed. Yeah. For indecent exposure. No, you did the pantsing. I know, but I'm saying if you're if you if it's the victim that gets charged. Get out of your head. Why would they be charging the victim? <laughs> because they're the one that that's indecently exposing themselves. Oh, okay, so, right. So so obviously if I took my own pants off, I would be charged, right? I, exactly. So let's right. say let's say you're my enemy. Uh-huh. And I want you put away. Right. I pants you. Yeah. And then I go, "Officer, officer." That's it. <laughs> And now your pants are down, and you're like, no, 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 he did it to me. And I'm like, yeah. show me the evidence. Yeah, well. well, are we going dust, to dust your belt for fingerprints? We got CC camera, CCTV around here. 
Yeah, no, that's exactly right. That, that's what could happen. <laughs> it is okay. You well, you're bringing up some good points. I, I was, I guess, just saying that like it's such a dumb crime to be put away for mm-hmm. that it's like a the sort of look around the table. If you don't see the sucker, you're the sucker. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like they would know this guy is not a tough guy. Right. You know, he's not in prison for punching someone or something like that. Yeah. So, I, my brother was once out uh, walking his dog. This is somewhat related. Good and, dog or shitty dog? Uh, it was a good dog. <laughs> yeah. Good, good dog. dog. Nice, nice, nice. All dogs go to heaven. I just want to say that. <laughs> Can I just say that? Yeah, of course. I mean, that's... All dogs go to heaven. All dogs go to heaven. Across the rainbow bridge. Yep. Because they're all gay. <laughs> well, most of the dogs that I've met are gay. Yes. All dogs are gay and yes. they all go to heaven. Yes. Which is interesting. <laughs> you know? If, take a look at your own religion. Okay? Yeah. If it's saying... <laughs> Thank you. If it's saying that being gay yeah. is bad and, mm-hmm. and won't get you into heaven, yeah. take another look. Yeah, take a look. Because all dogs are gay. Be it re- – no, what, what's like a, a syllogism or something? Like um, A, like premise A, Yeah. all dogs go to heaven. Right. Premise B, all dogs are gay. Right. Therefore <laughs> – all. Well, I don't really know. Yeah, there's no conclusion. Yeah, there's no conclusion except right. that everyone's getting into everyone's everyone's getting, getting, heaven. getting into heaven. So my my brother's walking his dog. It's winter. <laughs> <laughs> it's in uh, Toronto streets, mm-hmm. and he passes by this house, and there's a bay window, like looking out onto the street. Okay, you know, pretty like packed housing. You know. You know, Toronto, like, it's densely populated. Um, Metropolis. uh, His dog, I think, maybe took a piss near the guy's lawn. And this Mm -hmm. is wintertime. The guy, there's a guy standing in the window, this bay window, Mm -hmm. just gives him the finger. Like this. (laughs) Right? Uh Uh-huh. And so he's like, (laughs) Ryan, my brother, is like, yeah, that was weird. And he just carries on. And he's... Then he got the advice from a, a a family member who said, "Huh, well, you should call the cops and say that he exposed himself to you." And he didn't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but that's like that's dark. Like, so, so let's run. Let's run through it. Yeah. Um, officer, this is what happened. I was walking my dog. Yep. My dog peed not on his lawn, yep, near, near his, his lawn. lawn. Which, by the way, is not illegal. Te- definitely not illegal. Um, and a man was washing my dog pee, mm-hmm. and he was so incensed that in response he pulled down his pants and, and shooketh his genitalia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As it, he didn't have a hula hoop on, but picture that motion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and the guy was wearing a house coat too. So it's not, f- it's. I mean, it's not what happened, but it's also not far from the truth, and it's his word against. I'm not, I mean, like just if for you're the pain in the a robe aspect. and you're accused of flashing, that is the smoking gun. <laughs> exactly right. Imagine the cops show up at this guy's house, and he's just in a in a robe. Like, yes, can I help you? Up? <laughs> and they're like, they don't say anything. They just cuff him right away. Like, like, we've seen all we need to see, sir. <laughs> I love it. So you know what? Don't give strangers the finger because you know they could. Well, I, I, they have a name for this now. It's called swatting, right? When you yes. call the cops on it's, it's yeah, yeah. serious. It's very serious. But do you have to talk to your? Is that something you have to talk to your kids about? 
Um, I have not talked to them about it yet. I suppose I should. Talk to your kids about the dangers of swatting. <laughs> swatting? I'll just give them ideas. Oh, I know about five people I could swat. <laughs> um, so, well, speaking of giving uh, people the finger, I want to briefly talk about the guest we're going to be having on next week. Oh. The Cartnark. Oh, I can't wait. Now, if, if, if you know who the Cartnark is, when I just say those words, you are automatically excited. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, the Cartnark is a guy who wears a GoPro on his chest. Yep. And he goes into parking lots mm-hmm. and he hangs back and observes the scene and he finds someone that has not returned their cart to the return cart area. Right. They've just left it on the curb. They've left it in a, a handicap zone. They've left it in a you know uh, the aisle where you walk through the parking lot. Mm-hmm. And he will run over to the person and say, sir, oh, you didn't return your cart. The cart's over there. And then people will almost always become incredibly incensed. Yeah. And give him the finger and start cussing him out. Yeah. And then he gets into confrontations with them. He keeps very calm. And he has to wear a bulletproof vest because someone once did pull a gun on him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, people ask him if he works for the store. Mm-hmm. He says, no, I'm just a volunteer. Yeah. And they get into these, like, minutes-long arguments. Sometimes they're chasing him through the parking lot. Sometimes he's chasing the car. Uh, anyways, he's doing the Lord's work. 100%. And we are going to have him on I, uh, if, I mean, hopefully. Yeah. But I'm excited, and I know you're excited. I'm so excited when you said, uh, I have this guy named the Cartnark on. I'm like, oh, my God. 100% <laughs> in. I love that guy. I've been watching him for literally months. And, uh, yeah, he it's genius what he does. Go check him out before we do before the show drops on Monday because uh, if if you're confrontation averse, you may not be into it because he get his whole thing is getting into confrontations. Yeah, I mean he would say, I mean I don't want to put words in the Cartnark's mouth, but he would say I'm just trying to like do a service right. for for the community. Yeah, I'm just I'm just pointing it out. Right. There is no need for confrontation. Nope. They start a confrontation, but really what should happen is I should say, oh, sorry, you, di- you didn't return your car. And the person should say, oh, you got me. Yeah. And they should return it. There should be no confrontation. Yeah, there shouldn't be. But the how angry people get, it... Uh, I know. It is it's... It is really, really good. And I love it. <sighs> me too. I, I fear for him sometimes. I fear for him. Anyways, we'll get into all that with the card. <laughs> I don't want to do an hour... <laughs> a pre-NARC hour. Uh, but that is on Monday. Obviously, go back and listen to the Fred Katz episode, which yeah. came out. Yeah, I I didn't say much on that one. Yeah, do you I want- had a list of things that I wanted to follow up. Oh, yeah, go ahead. We got but, time. Uh, well, t- do we have time? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, what, what do you mean? <laughs> We're not paying for the studio. <laughs> this is your house. Uh, what was the main thing? The main thing was um, he, when you brought up, you we were talking about uh, lifts, shoes, lift shoes for short guys to wear. Oh, yeah, yeah, Right. Yeah. To, what are they, they're not called lifts. What are they called? Ubers. <laughs> uh, what are they called? The, the Wedges? Shoes. Uh, I don't know. Oh, like you the brand a, name? Yeah, the brand it name. It was like Convory, Convory or something? Okay. So just to give a, 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 a man of a smaller stature a little bit more height. Yes. Right? And you brought up push-up bras. Uh-huh. And I was like, that's a goddamn great point, but... Fred didn't want to touch it. Respect. Yeah. He didn't want to touch it, but I'll touch it. I think it's a great point. Okay. Because a woman who wears a push-up bra. Yes. I mean, you may call it whatever, false advertising or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and as you said on the show, like, who ca- once the bra's off, who, nobody cares. Nobody yeah. cares. Nobody cares. But the push-up bra makes that woman 
feel good about herself. Right. Okay. And that's the same thing with these shoes. Right? Well, I'm excited because we have, for the first time ever, a real live woman in the room. Um, so, uh, girl! <laughs> for a female perspective, we now go to Rachel Doyle. Rachel, in the male community, um, yeah, just keep keep the camera on yourself. Um, no, I wasn't being sarcastic that time. <laughs> Uh, okay, so in him. the male community, you would get massacred and made fun of if, if people, if your friend group knew that you were wearing lifts in your shoes, right? The other, the ladies? No, no, no in the men, men. Like if I, as a man, wore shoes that made me three inch taller, three oh. inches taller, people would make fun of me. And then I think women would also be like, dude, like... A, why are you so insecure? Well, we're so insecure because of you, women. Yeah. No, no offense. Harsh. Um, <laughs> but is the same? Does the same thing exist with women and the push-up bra? Like, would you talk behind someone's back? Like, if someone's like, "Oh, she's looking great today," and then you're like, "Yeah, well, you know, she wears a push-up bra, right?" <laughs> no, I because th- I think everybody does it. Yeah. Okay. And that was Rachel Doyle. <laughs> Scintillating. <laughs> So, so you have, have you ever been in the position where you're wearing one and you know that you're going to eventually end up back at, at home and take it off and you, ha, has the thought ever crossed your mind like, uh, shit, now he's going to see that it's not delivering on the promise that I've made? Hmm. Uh, well, you know, I've been with this guy for, what are we going on? <laughs> since, 20. Since you since had I, friends. <laughs> yeah, since they were up a lot higher. Uh-huh. So... Yeah, I never had a problem with them being too low at the time. No. So. Okay, but I'm talking about not, not. Just um, like imagine. I'm I'm not talking about like level that they are. I'm talking about someone that would maybe try to make their bosom look bigger. Oh. Not just more. Right, right, right. Upright. More there. I don't think that's a thing in the in the female community, as far as I know. I mean, do straight. Guys, put the camera on yourself. Oh, whoops. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's not like you're measuring once it's off. You're a little distracted Mm. with other things. Like, it's only going to be off a cup or two. It's not going to be like six cups difference that they would even notice, right? Um, I don't know. Okay, well. Something just popped into my head, Rachel. No, keep the keep the camera oh, on you. Uh, No, I actually was being sarcastic that time. Um, what if I put a sock in my underwear? Okay, on a first now, date? now we're okay. This okay, is good. this is good. All right, okay. And I wear my best Lululemons, <laughs> so you could see, you could see the sock. I mean, th- how is that different than a push-up bra? Uh, well, a boob is not going in my vagina. <laughs> Well, I've seen videos. Uh, yeah, I think. I mean, it's really about performance. I think. Yeah, but but, but uh, would you be? You would be almost. You relieved. would tell everyone you knew that, like, so you're not gonna believe this. I go on this date with a guy. He's 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 packing heat. He's got a nice size hog. This right. is the way you talk again. This of is course. you talking exactly. Um, and then we get home, and I realize. It was a sock. It was a tube sock the whole time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe. I have the smallest vagina in the world, so I don't want a horse cock. (laughs) Sorry. How do you know? How do you know? Have you done studies? (laughs) Funny. Yeah. See? For the the male version of the vagina, Mm -hmm. you want it as big as possible. Mm. Well, not as big as possible. You want it big. 
The vagina? Women. No, no, no. Penis. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, women. You want it small. They, yeah. It's almost like men are from Mars. <laughs> And women are from Venus. Yeah, it's crazy, It's so right? crazy. I'm so glad that we could have you on for a female perspective. Yeah. It's great. You're going to have to start producing all of our shows, Rachel. Because <laughs> there are times when it's like, I don't think we as two men should be talking about it. Mm. But having a one token woman on allows us <laughs> to surreptitiously have the conversation we wanted to have. Right. While still giving a nod yeah. to the other half of the world's population. That's right. A vaginal perspective. A, a yes. vaginal. This has been a vaginal perspective. <laughs> That's the name of the segment. Yeah. I love it. Uh, all right. Well, did you have anything else to follow up on uh, from the Fred that was, that was That was the big one. That was yeah. the big one. Um, okay. A great episode. Highly recommend people go back and check it out. I don't know why the camera's not on me. Oh, <laughs> I feel like honestly, with the with the Fred Katz episode, I felt like I was talking to him almost as if it was like a no dunks guy that comes on the show. Uh, yeah, I felt like like we were friends and and busting each other's balls. Yeah. Now, I've spoken to Fred Katz. I've met him maybe once. Yeah. I've spoken to him for maybe two minutes total in my life. Right. So I don't know. I think it says something about him that like uh, we were able to get into just a little friendship role there. Totally. Yeah. It was great. All right, it so it go sounded back like you've known him for years. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Well, I didn't, uh, clearly, because I thought he was 5'7". <laughs> I don't know where you guys got that. The uh, other guys thought that, too. I was like, oh. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, all right, so go back and listen to Fred Katz. Yes. Cartnark, he's coming up on Monday. Can't wait. Email us at isthisgoodpod at gmail.com. Subscribe everywhere. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This was JD and Matt and Rachel. <laughs> Reaching out from the great beyond. We'll see you next week. <laughs>